0: Mishnah Aleph. The first the four Mishnayas of this parak largely discuss topics that are unrelated to the laws of Shabbos. But because the last Mishnah, the previous parak concluded with a drasha from um, a pasuk that supports the Shabbos law that was being discussed there, we get a series of Mishnayas that do the same thing—that bring a pasuk to support some halacha. Also, the drasha in this the first Mishnah is from the very same chapter in Yeshaya as the drush of the previous Mishnah. This Mishnah begins with a discussion about an object which has been assigned an object of idol worship. Somebody went and, let's say, worshipped it as a false deity. When an object is designated as an object of Avodah Zarah that triggers several halachos, including that person may not derive any kind of benefit from it, it's supposed to be destroyed. In addition, the Rabbanan decreed that an object of idol worship be deemed a source of Tumah. So certainly that at the very least means that if a person comes into direct contact with an object of idol worship, he is rabbinically considered tameh. There is a dispute between the Rabbana and Rabbi Akiva regarding the precise nature of the rabbinic Tumah that applies to an object of idol worship. The Chachamim say that the rabbinic decree was to regard an object of Avodah Zarah as if it is a dead desheretz creature it is that the only way to become Tame from it is through direct contact. However, maybe Akiva takes the position that they are imposed a more severe level of Tama. That is that an object of Avodazar is likened to Anida, in that just as a person would become Tame, even through merely bearing the weight of Anida, carrying Anida, even if there was no direct contact, so too if somebody merely carries and of a dazara object, he would contract tuma. So the Mishnah states, From where can we find scriptural support that this was the specific rabbinic decree that we again regard the desire object as if it's Tumah the level of Anida. And so again, if one were to merely carry the desire object, even without touching it, the person would contract tuma. If says Shinemar. Allusion to this can be found in the Pasig in Yeshaya, which states that in a future time, people will completely reject their objects, it says their tizreim kimodava, you will cast them, the idolatrous objects, away, as you would a nida. Say to Merlo, you'll say to it, go out. And just like a nida, because of her state of Tumas, to be separate from her husband, and from Taharas, from Kachrim, from things which can't become Tame, so too, you will want to keep a distance from the objects of Avodah Zara, you'll totally cast them aside, reject them. So Beheve expounds the apparent analogy between the object of Avodah Zara and a Nida. If the Navi indicates, Ma Nida mitama bimasa, af mitama Just as one can become Tame from a Nida even without coming into direct contact, but through carrying the Nida, let's say supporting a Nida on a stretcher, that would make the person Tame so too. For one merely carries and avodas our object, he becomes rabbinically tame.